0: Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Cintiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. (sighs) Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
1: Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, beautiful Laugh a little more, family. Tight, tighten up your core, thing.
2: Said EK. EK, you're kicking it with four
1: things. With Amy Brown.
0: Okay, I don't always do an intro, but today I am because I want to do a little giveaway here, and Walker Hayes will always have a special place in my heart. If you've been a longtime listener, you know that. If you are new here, you will hear in the interview coming up why Walker plays an important role in my life, my family's life, in Pimp and Joy, and then obviously his friend Craig. They just have a powerful story together, and In our chat, I had all the feels. I got goosebumps multiple times. There was a moment where Walker was tearing up talking about when he knew he needed to get sober and just watching their friendship was super special and the highs and lows of life. And then at the end, we do a little sing-along. So I think you'll feel a lot of different emotions. But I'm so glad that they came on to talk about their book. And what I want to do here in this little intro is give away four signed copies of their book and include a pimp and joy item with each book. So if you are interested in this little four things giveaway, go to four things with amy brown at gmail.com and in the subject section, make sure you like, I don't know, use all caps, get my attention and be like, glad you're here, pimp and joy. I love Walker, I love Craig whatever it looks like i will randomly select four emails and i will send four different people a signed copy of their book glad you're here and a pimp and joy item so just a fun little giveaway i wanted to do before we get into our talk so yeah let's go ahead and do that without further ado here is my sit down with walker hayes and craig allen cooper Happy Thursday. Welcome to Four Things. I'm Amy and I'm sitting across from Walker Hayes and Craig Cooper. What up, boys?
2: Hey, hey. hey. Thanks so, for having us. Uh,
0: Craig, your first time on the podcast, but Walker, you were on a couple of years ago with your wife, Lainey, and it was oh, such yeah. a good, meaningful conversation. So I'm excited to have you back. I mean, for one, because been a fan of yours for a very long time, but two, old listeners know you have a special place in my heart always like forever yeah. you my whole family we mm-hmm. hold Walker Hayes near and dear to our hearts and also you're the theme song of my podcast yeah. so <laughs> and awesome. i actually just pulled up on my phone i don't this must have been a voice memo that you sent me in 2017 or 18 yeah. and you were in the uk and i just remember you being like i'm wandering the streets of i don't know london yeah. or wherever you were and you sent me kind of like a rough voice memo of the Four Things theme song. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm just going to hit it raw from my phone <laughs> oh, and play it. Like, so I haven't cool. pulled this up. I'm surprised it's still on my phone, quite honestly. But here you go.
2: Castle Road things,
1: little food for your soul
0: things.
3: <laughs> He's mouthing Life it. Life ain't
1: always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things. Laugh a little more
2: things. Tight, <laughs> tight. Tight,
1: tight. Your lesson
2: and a four things.
1: Woo! Sound <laughs> <laughs> like a hit to me.
3: It's amazing.
0: <laughs> You're still going. Amy Brown. And you titled it. I just looked at the title of this voice memo. Amy 95 Brizown.
1: I don't know.
0: Uh, maybe, that was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Brizzown>. <laughs> maybe that was the 95th yeah. take. But you were just free flowing that. Yeah. And it evolved into, I think all you said right there was like, eat cake or something. But we ended up doing be kind, choose joy, okay. love a lot, eat, eat cake. cake. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Which in our four things line of products, we call that our joy seeker line. Because those are things that if you do, will will bring you Lady bring you joy. joy. And so this conversation today, sitting down with y'all, that is something that is bringing me joy currently, and I hope will bring a lot of joy to our listeners. And it feels funny because I know y'all, but some people may not know, like the backstory of Walker and Craig and where that came from. And I printed out this. It's like, I could do this no printout. Nah. I know y'all both, <laughs> and I know the story, and I know whatever. But when I was like reading over like the bio, it's like, When Craig Cooper and Walker Hayes met, Walker was an alcoholic atheist reeling from the backlash of a failed music career. I never saw you as a failure, Walker. Walker, Walker. right here, right? This could be a movie. Yes. Yeah. Glad you're here. Name of the book. Right. Could be a new new HBO Max streaming yes. yeah. now. I can see it. But yes, and then uh through their unlikely friendship, Craig's life demonstrated the love of Christ in a way that shattered Walker's misconceptions of Christianity, ultimately leading him down the path to a dramatic conversation. So, let's start with that conversation. Ooh. What was that?
1: Oh shoot. I don't I don't even know what dramatic conversation that little movie trailer thing is talking about. It, I, I Honestly, when I heard dramatic conversation, I just kind of think of my encounter with Jesus and just kind of falling on my knees and needing him, you know, once and for all and trusting him and believing in him. But it was a long road, exactly like that overdramatic paragraph. It's really not over dramatic. It's pretty true. I mean that's exactly who I was when I met Craig. I was an alcoholic atheist and I was kind of proud. I mean I was pretty well read and in some atheism, you know, and I thought I was pretty smart and I thought I didn't need God. And boy, life taught me different over the next couple of years. And praise the Lord, you know, I was able to see Christ through a friend like Craig and it, It started with just meeting him in church and then our relationship grew and then he gave us a van and that obviously blew my mind because I wrote a song about it, which that's what I do is I write songs about things that blow my mind, kind of like your mom, you know? Mm -hmm. All I heard was she talks to people in elevators and I was like, I love this woman. We need more people like that, you know? And that's kind of how I felt about Craig when he gave us uh, the van. I just want to thank him. I'm not good at, at, at thanking people for stuff and just be I'm not I'm not good at being serious my coping mechanism for life is let's be funny and lighthearted. and so I never really thanked Craig so I thanked him in a song in the song when I wrote the song I was not a believer I was so clever I thought to not say the name of Jesus Christ in the song I was like but Christians are gonna love it mm-hmm. you know but I thanked Craig and I said and at, what I said was honest I said Look, I don't know, you know, this dude can't walk on water, but he legit might know someone who does. And I was being honest, you know, and then, you know, over the next few years, you know, Laney and I went through some troubles. My career has been up and down, but, you know, boy, I learned that I needed a savior. You know, the story of Jesus was always cool to me. I was always like, man, if that's true, it's really awesome that this guy just comes down from his throne to, to be a, a dude for a little while and then just dies for my, my past, present and future sins. Whoa, you know, like, you know, that's better than giving me a van. (laughs) And so, yeah, I just kind of came to that place and I had a friend to kind of walk with me through that. Craig was one of the first believing Christians besides Lanny, my wife, that I told that I believed in Jesus, and I remember telling him in a restaurant, that was a dramatic conversation, and homeboy broke my ribs and miso, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he went to the bathroom and, and praised God. But we have, we have the most miraculous relationship, and each day that we add, I feel like God's just continually telling his story through us, just two broken dudes trying mm-hmm. to figure out... How to do life you know but we are unlikely friends and now we're neighbors and we rip the fence out and that was so indicative of what christ done in our lives us ripping that fence between our yards and that's what he does and now we got a
0: book yeah, so y'all literally live next door to each other, and there is no fence.
1: There is, well, uh, they got some dogs, and their dogs are huge, and their poop is huge. And so so we were like, let's put that fence back up. It was up. down for the better part of a year. And then we yeah. felt bad. We kept sending our kids
3: over there like, you got to go clean up their yard, y'all, because our dogs felt like that was their spot over there yeah and so we, we just put it back up but it <laughs> it was we did rip it down like right when right when they moved in and it was it was amazing because we were just trying to create a path where the kids and everybody could walk back and forth and, and go in and out of our you know back decks into the house and whatnot and then afterwards we realized as we're talking through it like man this is what God has done in our lives, where He just ripped down all the, you know, dividing walls or anything that would separate, and He just, you know, brought us each to Himself and then to each other in this bond that is just incredible. Okay, oh, so,
0: what do you remember about the first time meeting Walker?
3: It was a Saturday. This is in January of 2014, and we were at an upward basketball thing off of Hillsborough Road and the families were there together we were there to see our son Joshua play basketball and then you know Walt was there with his family and their kids were playing basketball it was a very brief interaction and really what happened is Lara you know, my wife uh, recognized Laney, Walker's wife, and they had met before in a neighborhood, like get together, gathering thing. I think it was like a doTERRA, you know, (laughs) essential oils type of deal. And Lara's like, hey, I know you. And they started talking. Walker would have been holding Locksley at the time, and we would have had like a super short interaction. But Lara invited Lainey and the family to church that night. And we had started a church. We'd moved from East Tennessee to the Nashville area. And we were meeting on Saturday nights in this like rented facility with maybe less than 30 people there out in the boonies. And, you know, people will say, yeah, I'll come and you know you don't know if they're going to come or not and they had said they were, were going to come to church and they came that night and so this would have been the moment where we really really met so they he walks in and i it, he he would say the first words that i i said out of my mouth glad you're here like and and he felt it and i know for me i thought at that moment man this is an answer of prayer like dude came and their family came uh-huh. and you know who does that and It was uh, really encouraging, and we ended up going out to dinner together that night after church. And honestly, it just developed this amazing friendship where we started spending tons of time together in each other's homes and at restaurants. And, you know, we'd go here and play at Puckett's, 15 to 20 people there, and I'd always be thinking, everybody, be quiet. This dude can sing. Mm -hmm. Like, listen.
0: Yeah, I mean, and for people, yeah, not in Nashville, like Puckett's is a place where artists starting out or just, I mean, there's tons of restaurants around town. The Puckett's is a well known one where it's like you you book there that night, you play, maybe some people are listening, maybe some people aren't. And so you could see early on his talent and you're like cheering him on. Like,
3: yeah, I remember standing in the parking lot with walk after, you know, one night, just looking at him really amazed. I, I was sitting there thinking, I can't believe you're playing in this setting because, you know, I told him, dude, you will pack stadiums. And I believed it. I meant it. And I think that was indicative of our friendship too. Uh, every time I was with him, you know, he would encourage me. Like I, if I preached on a Sunday, he would come back, you know, Saturday night from wherever he was and come in and uh, listen, and he would stand there and really encourage me. And I really encouraged him anytime I heard him play. And it just, that was the way our friendship was. It's always been really strengthening for me to hang, you know, with Walker. And so now it's it's like, wow, what God's done in his life is amazing. And
0: well, now he is packing stadiums.
3: Yeah, yeah. he is. Woo!
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. What has that been like for you, Walker, this shift and, you know, having people certainly not just Craig, you have a whole family and then some core fan base that they've seen what you're capable of from the beginning, but it probably took the shift. I mean, I think it's interesting to think about the, what you had to do in your personal life to now be here. Cause the road you were on that trajectory back in 2014, had it not pivoted a little bit, I know it's hard to be like, Oh, well, what if, but you were, I mean, you admitted, I mean, drinking, like there had to be some major life changes and decisions. And it's like, some of that probably is scary for people listening right now. That's like, Oh, what if I can't give this up? This is how I survived the day. Yeah. But then once you broke free from some of that and entered into this new space, look how things have just started to unfold and evolve it's taken time yeah but wow look where you are now
1: yeah and i don't i mean honestly success isn't like it's not amazing i just want all listeners to know like that circumstance in my life is is i mean it's not meaningless i think the reason i'm succeeding or God has is, is shown favor on my career is just so I can share this story. I mean, yes. the stadiums are awesome, but I really look forward every night to, to playing the song, Craig, and just share my testimony. But, you know, I mean, quitting drinking was scary. I remember I remember, I played this, my first show sober was at Gray's on Main in downtown Franklin, and it was terrible. I mean, my <laughs> fingers didn't work. My voice was shaky. I mean, every it, it literally felt like I was 13 singing in front of people for the first time. And I remember getting in the car and talking to Laney and being like, I don't know if I can... If I can do this, you know, and I remember I remember thinking that in the writer's room, just being up in my own head thinking I'm not I'm not a good writer sober. You know, that took me some time. But, you know, one one of the things from that time till now that I'm so grateful to have from the Lord is just I don't like to be known like it's funny as a as a very vulnerable artist or singer no one realized everybody's like oh you're really vulnerable and you talk about stuff but what they don't realize is like i can control that i have the mic you don't you know you can applaud my vulnerability but i can stop at a point and i control that area and what was nice about having a friend like craig is the minute he said glad you're here he knew i was drunk he knew i didn't believe anything that he believed and he began to know me like he knew me when he said i'm glad you're here and then for some reason we have always had a relationship where i've been known and that is that's what christ does to us he he know he knows and he loves. And that's a tough place, dangerous place to be. And so that's that's what I'm excited about over this. But again, the circumstance, they're crazy. I, you know, honestly, like you said, we've packed out stadiums. I mean, we opened for Kane Brown a weekend ago, and there were lights around. You know, the place was full, full of flashlights when I was singing Craig. And it was a truly, I felt God singing over me. I, I oh, was like, what cool, in man. the what is going on right now that's awesome. and um you it see was, my goosebumps? yeah it was that's amazing I it was amazing <laughs> and, yeah. and and it was like man lord you're you're start, you're talking to twenty thousand people tonight you mm-hmm. know and where it started was so tiny you know just at this little church in the woods mm-hmm. and and i didn't even have a i didn't have a label i did not have a anything you know and then now again there's this book and i can only imagine that the lord pr- kind of propped up this stage for this book to just stand in the center of.
0: Absolutely. I'm holding the book now. And as I look at the back cover, there's a line from the song, Craig, which yeah. Walker, you've already alluded to, but I'm um, in the song. You say I met Craig at a church called redeeming grace. It's like he understood my, I don't want to be here face. I felt out of place and I smelled like beer, but he just shook my hand and said, I'm glad you're here. Bam. And I think that that's, such a powerful line for sure but yeah that just kind of sums up that encounter and for people that are listening right now that don't know the full backstory and and you just shared it but yes Craig met you, but he met you right where you were with no judgment. Totally. And yeah, you showed up with your family that night, which Craig said is answered prayer, but mm-hmm. you showed up drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and Craig didn't care. Yeah. And I think of what you've been able to do once you did pivot. And I'm sure you ultimately grew out of that. And I'm sure now you see, like, oh, wow, I'm probably like, my clear mind, my sober brain, you're probably, Mm. I hope more creative than, than you've ever been. And you can see the gifts and the talents that the Lord has blessed you with. But like, even in those hard times too, you were still blessing people. The Lord was still using you. Cause you know, early on I mentioned, and again, I just, some people have been listening to the podcast or the Bobby bone show forever. Some people are listening right now and they're like, I've never listened to this four things podcast. Who are these people? And why do they have, what's the backstory? But like, It was 2014 that you met Craig, but then it was 2014 that you emailed The Bobby Bone Show the song that you wrote about my mom, Uh, Joy Like Judy, which we've talked about. But I think about where you were in that time. And I didn't know any of this about you. Like, I would think a song like that coming and so caring, you would think, oh, this person's probably there's some faith in them involved, but like not at that point, you weren't kind you weren't there yet. But in my mind, I'm like, the Lord was already using you. Oh, yeah. When you sent it into the Bobby Bone show, she was still alive. Mm. And what you wrote, it just touched us, like I said. But I went to my mom and I said, Mom, there's this (laughs) singer-songwriter in Nashville. Walker Hazy wrote a song about you and we want to make a music video. And she is like, oh, I don't know what I and, you know, we made the music video probably in March or so. Mm -hmm. And she passed away in October. Yeah. And so what's cool is that now there's this Joy Like Judy, Pimp and Joy music video on YouTube that my sister gets to show her four kids, that I get to show my two adopted kids from Haiti that never got to meet my mom. Hmm. And it's like, hey, yeah, that's your grandma. Yeah. And that this is her signature dance move. And yeah, her, she had to go through a very difficult struggle with cancer, but the overall theme and motto was joy. And she would be the first to say, like, she always wanted to be me to be clear on the Bobby bone show that she wasn't just like flippantly like choose joy. blah blah. Like she's like, make it clear that I have really crappy days and it sucks. Mm. And we all did. Yeah. And yeah, some days of the, like, it was miserable. So we didn't just uh, stuff down any pain or suffering and, you know, wrap it up in a joy bow, (laughs) but we, we lived through it, but she said, and I want to be clear that where my joy comes from. And I want people to know it's from the Lord. Mm. I remember one time she gave me like a written out thing for the Bobby show to read because she didn't feel I was presenting her story accurately enough because I would just like paraphrase things and keep it vague. And she's like, nope, I'm going to go and write this out because I want to be clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah, uh, wow. And that is where my joy comes from. And I want I want people to know. And one of her prayers in the chapel was use this cancer for good. Not heal me, not anything else, use this for good. And from that, I truly believe Pimp and Joy, and then your song and all like the gift that you've been and that music video, and every time Pimp and Joy something is sold or supported, or donations made, that is continued answer prayer. Wow. So you are a major part of that puzzle, and it's wild to me that you were being used and you didn't even know it.
2: Oh mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yep.
4: This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
0: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
1: Well, and that's that's one thing I loved about or maybe noticed early on in my relationship with Craig and the power of Christ through him is that I was never his project. I didn't know this, but when I gave that song to Craig, it collided in, in a place where he needed it. Yeah. I was completely oblivious. And I often as a believer now look at the Lord and I'm like, God. Will you please use me like you did when before I believe? And Laney and I just have—we just have a life where there's evidence where the Lord has used some really bad stuff in mighty, mighty ways. Mm-hmm. And so that's—I'm deaf. i agree with your your mom. The whole gosh, you used this cancer. What a prayer! Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, that's that's such a great, yeah. Such I mean, a great prayer. God really
3: used Walker in my life, you know, way before he was a believer. I mean when he sent me that song just imagine receiving the song Craig and you know I'm sitting in my car it was a date night with my wife where I was trying to tell her how discouraged I was about my life and my ministry and in i had taken a walk that day in downtown franklin and i i had just gotten back that weekend from a ministry retreat i sent an email to the pastors saying i don't know if i if i can continue in this i didn't see any fruit and i I took a walk and stopped in the middle of it and just said god you know that i try to encourage other people i really need you to encourage me right now is my life making a difference in anybody's life around me? And that night, sitting in the car in Cool Springs in Franklin, and trying to tell Lara how discouraged I was, and and her phone buzzes, and it's a text from Lainey, Walker's wife, and um it's got my name on an mp3 and we were used to getting you know songs from him he would send them when he was working on them and i'd always say Dude, this is amazing and uh you know mm. can't wait to hear it on the radio and all all that stuff but not one with my name on it and i remember being a little agitated that lara was looking at her phone <laughs> when i was trying to tell her you know share my burdens with her and everything and i was like who is that? And she said, it's Laney. And I said, "Um, man, can you just, you know, talk to her later? She said, well, it's got an MP3 on it and it's got your name on it. I think we need to play it. And I was like, oh, let's do that later. And she said, well, I think it might help. And that's when I heard the song, Craig, through the speakers. And I felt God singing over me in that moment and there's a part in, in, the, in the Bible that talks about the Lord doing that, you know, uh, in Zephaniah, it's like the Lord, your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He'll quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And that's what happened, I think, for me in that moment I heard at, through a, an unbelieving friend. <laughs> yeah, who would not say the name Jesus? Yeah, because singing.
0: you're clever. Again, you're a smart guy. So in the lyrics, you thought, "Wow, this is gonna be amazing." Yeah. But go ahead and just just uh, speak the the chorus about how you know you kind of alluded to Jesus. Oh yeah, but you didn't no, say. I Jesus. I was like,
1: I'm not gonna say Jesus. You know, because I mean, honestly, part of me was like, I don't want to like pander too much. Like, I just want to tell. i honestly just want to tell the story without saying the name of Jesus because I didn't believe in Jesus. And it just says, I know he sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I I get. get. So now he can't walk on water or turn a Napa Valley red buddy just might be tight with a man that did so you know just a little clever ways okay. of yeah well,
0: cut. I'm gonna cut over yeah. Craig now because mm. that's the song like people listen when you get done with this podcast go listen to the song Craig listen to every single word but like you were on a date night with your wife yeah. and yep. trying to share this low You said, where's the fruit to my labor? Yeah. And then you're gifted this, this almost like answer from above of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You said you wanted to just make a difference in one person's life. Anybody's like, Mm -hmm. hello. And then you get this song from Walker. And so what, what was the next thing that happened?
3: Oh my goodness. I mean, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I was stunned. I was, I, I obviously, I mean, I sat there just weeping in the car And I remember looking up going, okay, I get it. (laughs) Like, you have me where you want me. And uh, I felt comforted. I felt God singing over me through Walker. And it also was so encouraging to me because he literally was like my best friend and what i wanted most for him was for him to have a relationship with the lord and there was this inkling all right god is doing something in my buddy's life and also wow what just happened what happened after that was you know we kept it quiet and you know this because you guys reached out and the bobby bones show reached out to say hey would you come and talk together about the song and at that point I was just keeping it completely confidential, very quiet. I remember talking to Robert, you know, Walker's manager at the time called me and said, you know, hey, so we got this invitation, you know, from the By Bone show and what do you think about this? I know you don't really want to share it with anybody and, and I, and I said, would it, you know, would that help Walker? And he was like, I really think it would, bro. And I was like, okay, can we do it without my last name? No pictures. And well, because,
0: and I'm going to interject, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I think was important to you was like, because that's, you're out, you're outed in the song as being the one that gifted the van. Right. And it's not like you weren't doing it for any recognition and you didn't want that to be misunderstood. Yes. And that this was a very special, sacred relationship for you. And you just didn't want to be, you know, I don't know. I'm just.
3: No, that's exactly right. What's crazy is like us giving them the van, I think it's around 2015. And then the song he sent was around 2017. So, I mean, it was a while later. You know, when but that's
0: a very public way to say, this is what happened to me and this is what this this person did for me.
3: And yeah. Yeah. And so we, I mean, even after I heard the song in the car that night, uh, Laura and I talked about it. We didn't share it with our kids. And we and we were used to sharing, you know, all the song. I mean, we would put it on the loudspeakers. We, you know, everybody would dance around anything he had written. And then later, like Walker and the the family, they were together with us. And somebody must have mentioned, you know, I think one of their kids. Have you I talked to Joshua, my son? You know, have you heard that song about your dad? And so Joshua came to me and he was like, "Hey, is there a song that Walker wrote and?" they started asking me and then so I remember bringing them up into the you know upstairs bonus room and just telling everybody look guys I'm gonna play this for you but we're not I don't want you to share it with anybody we're not going to talk about it because the bible says whenever you give you know don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing let your giving be in secret and you know and then the father who sees what's done in secret he'll reward you and so I was trying really hard to kind of keep that tight based off of, of that in, in scripture. And so, you know, we shared it with the kids and then I remember, you know, walk, Saying,
1: "Hey, they want to put this on the album." Boom! Just, just, <laughs> just so everybody knows, too, that was not a. I didn't write that for an album. I right? Mean, I, I wrote that to say thank you. Yep. That's just the only way. Like your mom saw. I mean, I sometimes I just
0: wait. Hold pro- on. You're telling me you didn't write that for an album? <laughs> no, no. Joy <no. laughs> like Judy. I, yeah. No, right? Yeah. <laughs> I
2: no, me. I
1: mean, I just I, writing to yeah. me. Praise the Lord. It's just a way. It, I'm not a very good processor but i can on a, on a page with a guitar and, an, and a, a pen you know and so well, you can i just did that for that. And Shane and Rob heard that song the, Shane day, we were, yeah, the yeah. day we were finishing that album. And then and Rob. They, yeah.
0: All I think about whenever hey, we talk about Rob hey, is Rob. back in the day <laughs> on Instagram, Walker and Rob oh, would like just be goofing off in a hotel room or something like hey, late Rob. at night. And they'd be like, yeah. hey Rob. <laughs> and so whenever I see Rob, I don't ever say this, but in my head I'm going, hey, hey Rob. <laughs> okay, so anyway, no, so no, Rob no, and I'm Shane just, heard it.
1: It's, to me, it's just fun to reflect on how This story just won't be denied. And then, you know, that was the first album. And now here it is on another album with Mercy Me on it, and the only reason it's on there is because I met Bart, and <laughs> when I walked in, there were tears in his eyes, and he said, what is the deal with this song, Craig? And I was wow. like, oh, that's that's an oldie but a goodie, right? And he was like, not enough people in the world have heard this, and you guys, that was six months before Fancy Like was even written. So wow. you weren't
0: even, the the the, the TikTok sensation situation no, hadn't even I happened? I didn't
1: even know how to hit a woe yet. When I became a believer, I was like, I'm about to move to Rwanda. I'm going to sell my belongings and I'm going to sing nothing but the name of Jesus. I mean, I I went hardcore, you know, and then I started meeting some Christian artists and I was like, let's go. All I want to write about is Jesus. Let's do this. And nothing happened to any of that music and then I wrote this st- song about Applebee's. <laughs> and, then, and it was mayhem. It's it was crazy. just like literally out of nowhere. It was the first country song I'd written in I don't know how long. And it was like, kaboom. And then Bart <laughs> calls me for Mercy Me and he goes, hey, you still want to redo Craig? And I was like,
2: absolutely. <laughs> we got to
1: do, and, and so he thinks it's so funny that fancy like and then the new version of Craig are right next to each other on the album. But we started this book when we started this book, 2020, we could have sold 12 copies like <laughs> nobody would have bought this. But y'all book. were going
0: to do it no matter what. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it was. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. I was like, you know, I said, let's go. And, uh, you know, Craig started it and. I was supposed to write the forward and then it turned into, you know, us sharing the whole story. But yeah, my my favorite thing about the book is how Craig and Laura walked with us through the 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 loss of Oakley and our, our little girl and just there's a picture on the in the back of the book that I, I truly I've looked at it once and I can't look at it again. Mm. And to me, you could sum up that picture and it could be a chapter in the gospel. You know, mm. just you you could hear about a family walking with another family through the loss but I'm so grateful for how this story won't go away. And even Craig, like he didn't tell anybody. And I think it's funny now. I'm like, bro, it's hilarious. everybody knows.
0: Yeah. I, know. I was just like, <laughs> okay, so crazy. Craig, so now we know your name is Craig Cooper and you live at da 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 We know everything about know. you, but it had to unfold organically and you knew you would it had to be in the right time. And what I, well, obviously, I don't even think then you would, you knew what was even going to happen, oh, but no. you just like, The next one day at a time, next right step, you're just showing up authentically as you and all of this has unfolded. And yeah, now I'm standing here or sitting here with y'all holding a copy of glad you're here. It's just amazing that that's the title of the book. And it was almost like the first exchange that Mm -hmm. y'all had. And it's, it's almost like for anybody picking up the book, no matter where you are in life, no matter what you have going on, no matter what shame you're carrying, or Mm. if you're high or low, like, I mean, glad you're here. Like you're Mm. welcome. There's no judgment. Yeah, We see you. Mm. We're here to meet you. I think and, that's
3: Jesus' heart for us. Yeah. You know, he meets us right where we are. I mean, you, you come as, as you are, or you you don't come to Jesus at all because he meets us in the mess and in the brokenness. And we really related on that. You know, my past is broken. You know, my present, you know, is broken. And I think Walker and I found just like we're companionship in a broken world. And it's just been amazing to see what God has done and the story won't go away. It's what Walker just said. I mean, it won't, you know, God wants to tell this. And I had to get to that point, Amy, where I'm going, okay, Lord, you want to do this. And so what I love about the book is we get get to shine the light on, I mean, the dedication is, you know, dedicated to the one who walked on water and turned it Napa Valley red. It's like a collective thank you note to Jesus from both of us and that is sick. Okay,
0: and I want to talk over the titles of the chapters. Yep. Because what this is, you know, we got a dream, chapter one. Yep. Then this is all the chapters in a row a dream, a church, a dog, a Wednesday, a bar, a van, a song, a baby, a friend, a path.
2: Yep.
3: Let's go. Oh. Walker came up I'm with all that. I uh, remember yeah. sitting on our uh, back deck, and he's like, "What if it's just of uh, this, of uh, that, of uh, that, of uh, that?" And
0: yeah, I'm kind of yeah. curious about a Wednesday.
3: A Wednesday, yeah, yeah. a Wednesday. Puckets. That's yeah. Puckett's. Yeah, that's Puckett's. Oh, Puckett's was house. a Wednesday. Yeah, it was Walker Puckets Wednesday nights. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Walker Wednesday. Yes. Yeah.
1: A bar Ooh. was uh, yeah. McCreary, Monday. McCreary Monday. That was just a. It was funny. It was like a. You started it. it did I started? I started just a drinking thing on Monday. And I remember Lanny would be like, where are you? And I was like, can't get mad. I'm drinking with the people from church. <laughs> I was like, it's a win, you know, and then. Um, but you
0: were, were you really drinking?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. When oh, yeah. did
0: you get sober? Or like at I what point sober. in the, in this narrative? Because I don't think I know exactly how it unfolded. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
4: Ah, uh, Summer, the best time of the year, usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices.
0: So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day, and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset especially when the smell is just right and by smell I'm talking about coconut coconut scented Clorox and is my go-to and I personally love that she answered that without hesitation that means she knows me well and that's really special and of course yeah I do love clean countertops I love wiping them down I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always gonna be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it, and I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Scentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: Yeah, no, I quit drinking seven years this October. So mm-hmm. I, I quit drinking shortly after we met. Honestly, it wasn't a... It, I, I wouldn't have said it was a, at that time, a spiritual thing at all. I thought I, I was I do remember. One. Yeah, remember, we
0: had Craig this conversation.
3: Craig remembers this, yeah, but yeah.
1: I was hammered.
3: Well, tell I, us, Craig. I remember... in your house and he's like yeah if I could quit drinking I'd believe there's a God and so Laura and I I walked away and we were like (laughs) all right we're gonna pray that God just takes away the desire for him to drink and so it was really cool watching it because it just happened you know, it just happened where he, he quit. And I reminded you of that later, but he didn't remember saying it. I that.
0: mean, that's a, I mean, it's pretty miraculous because that's not I everybody's was, story.
1: Amy, I was going to say that. Like, yeah. I don't say that flippantly no. at all. Yeah. I mean, I come from a family of addictions and it's, you know, being freed from addiction is a supernatural, miraculous thing. I mean, the odds are crazy. It's hard. I mean, something literally just has to switch. And, and change that in someone's life. That's not a to me. That's not like a willpower thing. You know, that's no, that's, a mean, that's why I say it's like a miracle God thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I did. I woke up one Saturday. I went. I had worked the day before and just you know I'd been hammered for so long. And I woke up and it it felt like if I pop open a beer and smell it, I might like die. Like, I mean, it was just I detested. It's like I literally woke up and detested the feel of alcohol in my body and that I might injure myself, you know, if I, if I do that one more day, um, I don't know if like some organ in me was dying or what, but yeah. So I quit you know that day one day turn into two two turn into a week and then i was like i don't want to go backwards you know right what ever.
0: was it like for laney during that time i know she's not here and yeah. i love for people to speak for themselves if you just wouldn't mind like i'm curious about you know there's people listening right now where they're they're on the other side of the alcoholic yeah. whether they're male or female yeah or with or son or daughter or or mom or dad yeah there's somebody in their life was there ever a fear of losing her or was she committed to, I just, I keep thinking about her during this season, yeah. like having to put up with you drunk yeah. you're drunk all the time. And yeah. you know, she, y'all have a lot of kids, yeah. y'all homeschool, like yeah. the list goes on of the reasons why if I was her, I'd be just like pissed off at you all the time.
1: I have no excuse. I'm not, I'm not looking back saying I was a good dad or a good husband, but Lainey, was patient to an extent. There was a night. We laugh about it. We went to Drake's. I'm always like, Lenny took me to Drake's. We went to this restaurant called Drake's and I thought she was gonna pack up and drive to her parents. And it hurt. And that was a night that we can laugh we, we can laugh about now. I remember what the one thing that got me is I got on a computer and I'm gonna I'm gonna start crying when I say this, but I got on the computer in the search history had like rehabs Uh. and i was like oh man you know and i and latin laney's not one to not like disclose that you know or laney doesn't take our relationship outside of us a lot you know what i mean it's got to be dire her to go to a neighbor and say walker's being an a-hole you know what i'm saying like that is not something she does often and so that that really got me but honestly i can't speak for laney you know she i think she would admit she just was like crap i mean she just loved me she nagged me and we argued all the time about that we we fought all the time about what we were going to teach our kids beliefs wise she wasn't like i'm out you don't believe in jesus you know what i mean um she wasn't like come home drunk one more time and and it's over which maybe she should have you know i don't know but
0: well that part ended up working itself out everyone's situation is so different totally it sounds like and from you know what i know of her is it was a lot of love and a lot of patience Mm -hmm. and Speaking of fruit of the fruit of the spirits, like I have that's something I have to rattle off in my head often, like when I'm feeling a certain way, I just pause and I'm like, Love, joy, peace, patience kinda as good as faithfulness, self-control. Wow. Love, joy, peace, patience. And I yeah. just say it over and over until I don't know, one of them sticks. Yeah, <laughs> like that's good. In a moment of like, but that's where I just I sometimes that's what I use to reset and Lainey's amazing yeah. she, is. she has so many wonderful qualities she but I know during that time it was likely very difficult and it was probably really hard for you to see that search history and know but she was searching that stuff because she loved you I just want to just speaking in general to anybody right now that's just dealing with addiction like sometimes it's hard to to know like what boundary do you need to set that's still going to show hey I love you but this is no longer acceptable
1: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think honestly, again, I, I hate speaking without Laney, but one thing we've learned just in our marriage and just in our walk with Christ separately and together and as, as a family is to me, the biggest witness I guess anyone's ever had on to, to, to me is just mercy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, you know, it's tough in a marriage because it's tough to it's tough to discuss something with somebody else. And not put yourself on some righteous pedestal, and that they need to fix this about themselves, and immerse in a mercy, and and needing mercy is a very humble position to communicate from. I mean. Yeah, if that makes any sense, it, and well, that's what.
2: That yeah,
0: I just thought of something, and Craig, maybe you being the, you can take a take the mic and preach to us for a second,
2: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, that's your, uh, your lane for sure. But I just thought of something that's hanging in my in-laws' guest bathroom. Yeah. Mm. As you're talking yeah. I'm picturing, I love
3: that's this. cool. I'm picturing it. What color?
0: Upstairs, bathroom, pretty sure. It's a um,
1: wallpaper?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the wallpaper, it's probably that's from early 90s. Okay, maybe. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is crocheted on something, yeah. but it says, both grace and mercy are gifts from God. Grace is getting the favor we do not deserve, mercy is not getting the punishment we do deserve. That's awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. Man. Craig? oh Have that well I, lo- I love that i, I love that i, I want to hang it on my wall and uh no and i was thinking too about i was reading a book yesterday sadie robertson and um she she quoted tim keller and a song by Tarn wells and it said to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial to be known and not loved is our greatest fear mm-hmm. but to be fully known and truly loved, well, that's a lot like being loved by God. And that's from Tim Keller that she quoted. But, you know, that's what Lainey was doing with Walker is uh, knowing him and truly knowing him and loving
1: him. And and that's and, hard, though. You know, I don't yeah. think Lainey—I that, think that's why I have a difficulty talking, like trying to talk on behalf of Lainey, is the last thing Lainey would want to say in a microphone to a bunch of women in her situation is— just love that person perfectly and it will yeah. all be okay. Because it won't and no one can. You know, we're yeah. we're and which goes back to the mercy. It's just being able to admit like Craig is my best friend, but I can't know you and love you perfectly. That's only from God. Yep. Yeah. And I get sorry to interject, but I just want to be careful. Yeah, you're I right. just really want to be careful when we're when I'm talking to any listeners that there is no other solution than Jesus. There's right. no like list you can make. There's no, uh, I can maybe I can on my search history. I can make sure my husband sees me looking up rehabs. I won't fix anything. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. You need the, God. You need the power of God. You need, yes. Yeah. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. And each, each and every, and I'll back you up on that. Each and every person and circumstance is different. No two. People or situations are alike when you're dealing with something like that. And so, thank you for being careful um, mm-hmm. with your words around that. And even, you know, I knew it might be difficult speaking for Lainey, but. um and, and I, and do, I don't I, want you to either. I put either. her
1: on a unripe. She. Yeah. Lainey is the greatest human I've yeah. ever <laughs> met on this earth. I hands agree. Down.
0: Yeah. She ever
1: left me, yeah. I wouldn't even look for another human. I, I would just be like, Well, I screwed the best one up. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, I feel like that. Craig and I always talk about socials. Like, the last one thing I ever want to do with this book is be like, here's seven steps to hitting a home run, getting the guy. Mm -hmm. Life is great. Mm -hmm. You won't lose a kid. You know, that's not it. Like, life is broken. And... That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Circumstantially, there's no end to the brokenness. And yeah, we just need mercy from from Jesus and we need to extend it. Yeah, uh, it's so good.
0: I love Annie F. Downs. Yeah, we do too. uh, Yeah, shout out. uh, And she wrote an endorsement on the inside, along with a a lot of other amazing people. But an incredible story of friendship, faith. The Love of Jesus and the Sovereign Hand of God, Glad You're Here is a book that will bring tears to your eyes and breath to your lungs and make you see and love your neighbors just a little different and maybe a lot better.
3: Thank you, Annie. Come on, Annie. Yeah, mm.
0: And so, yeah, what was y'all's purpose in putting this out here? Because, yeah, Walker's career has skyrocketed since then. You mentioned when y'all first decided you were going to do a book, you probably were going to sell 12 copies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. And writing a book is no small feat. Like, it takes a lot to pour into this, to a project like this. So why was this so important for y'all to do?
1: Take it away,
3: Craig. Man, I just wanted, just like Walker wrote that song, Craig, as a thank you, You know private thank you note you know to me i i just wanted to be a part of writing something collectively that was just this massive thank you note to to jesus who is the one who walked on water turned in napa valley red the true light of the world and what i love is that we can draw everybody's attention to the one who is merciful you know like walker was saying and and gracious and you know doesn't treat us as we our sins deserve and so to me, it was just wanting to deflect all the attention back to who the attention should be going to, which is to Jesus.
1: Walker and I are not the heroes of this friendship or story. Jesus is. And so what would you say? Same. I mean, same. I just want, you know, I wanted to t- I wanted to do the opposite of what I did, you know, with the song Craig from the beginning. You know, I just wanted to proclaim the name of Jesus. I wanted to speak to... And I do every night. I wanna to speak to that hard dude who's like, I hey, hate church. Yeah. You know? And I'm not trying to get people to go to church. I'm trying to get people to go to Jesus. And mm-hmm. honestly, I gotta say, when we were writing the book, I didn't know how believers were gonna react. You know, I don't know how to talk to believers. I'm, I'm not like super well versed. I can't quote Zephaniah like homeboy over here, but you know, I have a lot like watching Annie. Downs react to the pastoral side of the story, Mm. she wasn't here. I mean, it's like she needed to to hear that encouragement. And so I kind of come about it as I want to speak to that guy. I want to speak to that woman. I want to speak to that broken person who would never take a left into that church parking lot or you know, just let their guard down. And Craig talks a lot about how it's the difference between table and tablet mm. connection. You know, connection. Yeah. And mm. we just want, you know, I hope somebody puts the, the book down and has a little longer conversation with somebody. Mm. Mm. Explain says,
0: table and tablet. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we can put it together, but I want to hear from
1: Yeah, you. I, I think, you know, we're a very connected
3: society, very, very connected world, but a lot of that connection is tablet connection you know, iPhone, iPad, computer, all of that. And I think what you get in in our story is, is really more table connection where it's, you know, heart to heart, eye to eye, soul to soul, person to person across a table, whether that's at a restaurant or in your own house or at their house, and just relating as human beings in a real Vulnerable way, transparent way, opening up about your life, and then listening and, and and meeting people right where where they are. So that's what I that's what I mean by that. The difference between uh, table connection and and tablet connection. Crazy thing about this book. I mean, and so much. I'm sitting here just thinking, we didn't plan any of this we we just kind of just documented what God has already done in both of our lives we were literally on chapter 5 writing when fancy like hit it's insane yeah what would happen with that because then timelines got tight and and there was there was even stressors and everything of, of, of us trying to get it all together but we just look back now and and see God is wanting to tell this story right when
1: yeah. when oh, you say totally. that yeah
0: i mean and yes now y'all are everywhere like i'm so thankful that we got to have this you know almost hour together like just to sit down with y'all and i feel so encouraged and just would tell people glad you're here. I'm going to put the link in the bio of this episode or the show notes, I guess is what it's technically called. But I'm just super proud of y'all and it's so cool to turn on the TV and see y'all on the Today Show, like no big deal. Uh, Or doing all the, the, you know, it's part of it. Press tour comes along with it. Poor Craig over here Mm -hmm. a few years ago. Didn't even want people to know his name.
3: (laughs) You know what's what's crazy and I have to tell you this story real quick is uh, I was freaking out about what do you wear on the Today Show? Yeah. Right? And I'm like, what are we going to do for that? So Laura and I go to the mall, we're, you know, we're in Nashville and I was overwhelmed and then you know she said I'm going to go get a guy to help or whatever and then I'm flipping through shirts and stuff and I look up and there's Bobby Bones like right At the a, mall? right across oh. from me, right? And I said, "Bobby Bones." And he's like, "Hey." And I was like, "Hey, Craig, you know, you had us on the show, you know, a long time ago and his wife sat there and helped us pick out an outfit for, for the Today, the Today Show. Show isn't that crazy
0: I love that
3: for like half an hour and I felt like you know God just going hey I got you I got you
0: like here. you're gonna look sharp on TV don't <laughs> worry
3: <laughs> You're gonna look good, Craig.
0: <laughs> you're gonna look good. Luckily, Caitlin was with him. Yeah,
3: yeah. Caitlin is so kind, and that yeah. was re- yeah. No, I mean so he's
0: well, obviously because he's kind. Of do- I just mean like the fashion part. He's yeah. got it down from a guy part, but I feel like just having like that approval of like probably your wife and Caitlin being like, okay, golden, you go. you're good.
3: Well, the pants he picked out were too too long, and he's like, call this guy, you know, he's a tailor and everything, and he can cover it. Well, he paid he paid for it the he paid for that
0: oh that's so kind. which was
3: really cool and i was anyway i that was another moment i actually felt god's care because it was full circle we were trying to remain completely anonymous before walker was a believer and when that song first came out now he's a believer there's another version of the song he sings it the first one was very contemplative this one's more like celebratory and then you know Right before we go on the Today Show, Bobby was the first person, first interview that we had had, you know, with you and, and Bobby on on the Bobby Bones show. And it was just, y'all were so kind. And anyway, mm-hmm. full circle. Yeah. And now we're sitting with you. And it's just amazing. <laughs>
0: well, and Walker, when I, I, Craig's talking and I'm thinking about him, you know, being your, one of your biggest cheerleaders yeah. the last de- almost decade mm-hmm. or so. And, and he for me. Yes, I love that y'all have that relationship. Yeah. And you know, whenever I hear, you know, your latest song that's on the radio right now, which is AA, but there's a line where you're like, I don't know the exact word, but I I could probably get there. Hold on, let me get there. Okay, do it. Trying trying to to keep my daughters off the pole
1: and my son's out out of jail. jail. Trying to get to church (laughs) so I don't go to hell. I'm just trying to keep my wife. wife. Hey, babe, figure figure it
3: out. out. I love you. (laughs) I'm married married up.
1: And
0: she
3: married way, way
0: down
2: in Alabama where they love me. Time. Trying then to write a song, song
0: For the local, local country, country station Will play Hey, hey. just trying yeah. to stay out of it. That's go. it, we got it Okay, well, the line it. The line I was looking okay. for Was trying to write a song That my local country station yeah. will play yeah. uh, Like when I'm driving along And maybe it's just because I work in radio And been doing this for Gosh, I've been doing The Bobby Bone Show For 16 cool. years
2: Dang, and that's amazing
0: like playing music and just knowing how it works and the ins and outs and program directors and music selection and getting your song on the radio. Times are changing, obviously, but 16 years ago when I started, it was like, yeah, you had to get that song on the radio. And now there's just so many different ways. I mean, think about obviously fancy, like yeah. growing up on TikTok and taking off from there and the Applebee's and then commercials, and people are exposed to it all kinds of ways. But like whenever I hear you singing that line of like, because for years you've been grinding it out, trying to freaking write a song Round that the, the radio the station, station will play. play.
3: <laughs> you got it now. And,
0: and I'm like, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, that's I, that. yes, and not only am I listening to it on the local Nashville station, shout out Big 98, like when I'm driving, but I'm like, do you know how many people in different cities are driving around li- yeah. listening to their local station yeah. and they're listening to Walker sing? That's and awesome. And now, and it's, it's the second one. that's now blowing up on the radio I just think it's a testament to you know you never gave up and you're going to continue to write songs that I hope the local country station will play we'll Uh
2: see trying to
0: stay out of it well and then that's not to mention probably on the Christian station Craig being played um, the Mercy Me version, I, yeah, right? Isn't it? Uh, I've,
1: I've heard it on a few. I feel like I've heard I've it. Heard I've, it. I've, yeah. I've been, we
0: listen to, uh, there's like two different ones that we bounce back and forth, so I can't say for sure which one, but I know I've been driving along, and I like turn it up, and I'm like, yes! That's yeah.
1: awesome. We control what we can, which is barely anything, but I'm so grateful. Trust me, when I hear when I hear my songs on the radio, I se- we celebrate. Yeah. My mm. house is... 'Cause this is a long time, you know, trying to hear that. I mean shoot, even fancy, like when I when I still hear that banging on the radio, I'm I'm jacked. So we're we're excited. But yeah, the glad we're we, I don't know if you knew this, but we're going on a tour in the fall. We're playing arenas, not stadiums, but it's called the Glad You're Here tour.
0: I so love yeah, that.
1: isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: When did tickets go on sale? Oh, they're out. They're out. Yeah. Oh, tickets on yeah. sale. I mean, I saw you announce that on Instagram. Yeah. But I just didn't know. Sometimes the yeah, sale we did pre
1: presale okay. thing like that. But it's it's selling good. We're routing the spring now. But yeah, the Glad You're Here tour, and this is crazy, Amy.
0: So walkerhays.com. Yeah. I just went.
1: And you get just some people merch. know, and
0: then um, <laughs> you can go. There's little tabs. I'm clicking tour. There you go. Oh, upcoming dates. Ooh, and then you can just go pick your pick a city near you. I see the Kane Brown stuff here. And if I scroll down, show all day. I mean, this is so fun to see all these dates. Are you kidding me? And I love that you take the whole fam on the road.
1: Always. Yeah, that was, the you know, two months into it, Amy, I was like, well, I guess everybody's going to get paid now so I can peace out. And uh, they were like, no, we'll get the family out with
0: you. Walker, I mean, I'm looking at it. You're like all the way. You have dates till November
1: 12th. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy I know.
0: I mean, you're all I mean. California, Spokane, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. I mean, you're t- you're t- I've never yeah. even been half these places. <laughs>
2: yes, you have. This
0: is going to be, a- no, well, no, some of these, I'm like, oh, you're going to get to just, yeah, you're seeing the country with your family and seeing your fans. And fun. most importantly, doing what now you feel completely called to do. And you're just being that person for for anybody that needs to feel like, they don't belong yeah and like showing them like hey no actually
2: you're not alone you do yeah and
0: you're not alone and we're glad you're here
2: mm-hmm.
1: there you Go That's well
0: awesome. i'm glad y'all were here Ooh. with me oh, for this talk for thank this. you so much and um just thank you for continuing to to you know do what you do, Walker and and Craig, what you do. And now that you're, yep, you're out there. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, Yeah, no more. more. But y'all have been a blessing to so, so many people. And I know you will continue to be so glad you're here again. I'll put it in the show notes. It'll be linked there. And then there's the glad you're here tour with tickets on sale now. And again, that's walkerhays.com. All right. And then on Instagram, you're at Walker Hayes, and then you're at
3: At Craig Allen Cooper, A L L E N.
0: A L L E N, Craig Allen Cooper. All right. Well, y'all are awesome. Love you. You're awesome. Thank
3: you so much.
0: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate. From 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert.
5: any disease.